Welcome everyone to the Word on Film episode fifteen. My name is Stephen. I'm Sean, and I'm Harvey Gladden. Welcome back, guys. We did it. Where have you guys been? I don't know, dude. It's been <laughs> We've been like waiting in the basement forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been uh, it's been we went on a little hiatus a couple years, but now we're back with ep- ep- fi- yeah. Fifteen was the last episode, right? Well, fourteen was the last episode, obviously. Was it? Yeah, I forgot what movie we watched. I'm pretty was sure. It Entourage. No, Entourage. <laughs> Damn, that was a while. It's probably Entourage or something like that. It yeah. probably was. Like, it was a bad movie. It I was remember. a bad summer for a movie. Yeah, it definitely was. Mm-hmm. But it's great to see you guys again. How, how have you been? You been wanna, good. You want to do the real name <laughs> and the real episode number? You were just so like, what the fuck? No is one's up confused. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, Welcome Sean. to Do the Right Film. Yeah. We are one man short, if you notice. Yeah. Uh, Shomo's not here. He's off living up his dreams and making music videos and movies once again. Yeah. I think he's in Jersey, his motherland. Oh. Literally, he was born there. I like what you're saying. He's like, oh, he's living the dream making music videos. And then he's like, he's in Jersey. People are thinking <laughs> like living the dream. He's like in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> um, so we got a review of The Foreigner coming up. We're also going to be talking some of our best and worst Jackie Chan movies. Because, you know, all of us has a favorite out there and probably least favorite. Yeah. No, you, I have a few. Yeah. Like if you don't like Jackie Chan movies, get mm-hmm. the hell out. We're also going to be talking some stuff that we watched during the week. I don't know if Steve has any rewatches or anything new, but we'll see. And maybe Harvey has a horror movie for you. I think I got one in the pocket, maybe. Really? One in the pocket. Always. Cool. But uh, how was everybody's week? Oh, we should mention, it is your birthdays this weekend. Oh, yeah. So we're currently recording, and it's Harvey's birthday. The big 2-9, I think? (laughs) 2-8. I I lost count after 22, bed. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Steve, tomorrow's your birthday. Tomorrow. I'm working tomorrow. Kind of sucks, but whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I feel like you you guys had a decent week. The concert, it was, yeah, it was, it was it was definitely a fun yeah. birthday week. You we know. went out drinking Friday night. We went, we drank all weekend. We yeah. haven't done that yeah. in a very long time. We drank last Wait, night. We? we drank well, on Friday. We drank well, Friday. Me, you, and Jesse went out to the Narrows, oh, had some drinks. True. Damn, that's how you know you drink. We yeah. just like, he's like, just wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's been a lot of drinking this week. Uh-huh. It's I fun. Uh, I drank last night too. I was mixing way too much last night, so I started off the night <laughs> with uh beer. Yeah. Then I had Shomo's Nagori. Is that what it is? Yeah. Nagori. Yeah. yeah. Then I had um, Harvey brought of Woodford. Yeah. Took some of that on the rocks. Yeah. Then I went back to the um, beer. Yeah. Then I had a different type. I had a, like a, um, an IPA. Yeah. Then I had more Nagori. And then I finished up with a shot of um, Woodford. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I had like a, a, a plethora of like different things. And then I, I had some cookies in the mix as well. Yeah. The cookies some, were very good. They were probably the highlight. Yeah, of the, mm-hmm. of the party. Yeah, I'd say like that. That was a highlight. Really good. Shout out to Tappy. Thank you mm-hmm. for those delicious birthday. Somewhere cookies. out there, Emily's like, "What about the cupcakes?" Yeah. <laughs> cupcakes, cupcakes are great too. Uh, I didn't eat one. Yeah, you're not a fan of cupcakes, just so uh, as am I. Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty lukewarm about it. But uh, how was your week on your side? Your I mean, POV week. Uh, I mean, you kind of explained it all. 
We, we were all hanging out a lot yeah. this week. Future Islands. That yeah. was great. Yeah, Future Island concert. We, I got to finally got to see them. It was pretty dope. Uh, a Spent great a lot show. of money. Yeah, we spent... Yeah, this weekend. That place is expensive. That place is really expensive. So we went to Brooklyn Steel to see Future Islands. If you haven't heard of them, check them out. They're incredible. Um, so we went to... Is is it technically Greenpoint? Greenpoint. Greenpoint? It's kind of... Yeah, it's it's in the border, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I believe Harvey got a PBR. A PBR for yeah. $7. Yeah. You could get a PBR in most places for two dollars. Yeah, but I like how the way the bartender was insisting that he was gonna make us a deal. Yeah, like he's just like, yeah, we got a really nice special going on tonight. Uh, PBRs <laughs> are triple priced. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, he's like, I'm gonna get you a beer and a shot for sixteen dollars. I'm like, go fuck yourself. See you yeah. later. <laughs> like, I can find a bar that does it for five. Mm-hmm. What did you do uh, Friday night? Because you weren't with us. Did you stay in? Oh yeah, man. I was. Yeah, I stayed in and I uh, cleaned. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to recover, man. Like, because you went to go see me the next day because you left, I left my backpack in your car. Mm-hmm. Came to my office. It was nice. And then, it was uh, a nice day to stay home. Yeah, it was like perfect. I wanted to stay home, but I was too busy working. So mm-hmm. I was like dying to get to my place and I was able to walk out. Cool. What about you, Harvey? What's, what was your week like in your POV? <sighs> um, it was okay. Uh, I just worked, and then Future Islands. How do you feel that you're two years away from 30? That's a very hot question I'm, I'm, right now. I'm one year away, pretty much. Um, That's I strange. O- I feel okay about it. Um, How do you feel that uh, next year, May, is our 10-year anniversary from high school? Yeah, that part is... Scary, isn't it? Yeah, that part is kind of crazy. It's oh, kind is it really? That's interesting. Are, are we going? I mean... Obviously not. <laughs> I didn't plan on going. Yeah. I mean... Who knows? We'll see. Why would I want to be in a gymnasium? It's, it's so not, depressing. It's, a, it's, it a, it's not in the school. Oh, I'm just yeah. picturing like it's, it's just like a I sad... think they're renting out like a like an actual space. Yeah. Like oh. somewhere like along the beach or something. Why? Why do I want to be in a room full of people I barely knew? Hey, back you could then? finally go up to your high school crushes and tell them how you finally how you felt. All those like, years. Who, who are you again? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I really don't want to go through that. It sounds <laughs> just as traumatizing as it was when I was in high school. Yeah. I guarantee you, if, if we go back, nobody would know who who I was, especially. Yeah. I was kind of like a loner. Yeah, you were. You were very yeah. brooding in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Watching, that. waiting. Waiting what? what? <laughs> so to get it. out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's cool. But um, I don't know. I don't have anything else to mention. Yeah. Was... Oh, so if you guys are listening into your uh, iTunes app, please leave us a comment or uh, a rating or review and uh, hit yeah. subscribe. Hey, let's not give them options to say like or or like do everything. Yeah, yeah do it all. Do, it. do yeah. it all. Give us the whole, the fully loaded package and say something nice. <laughs> we need it. Uh, I believe if iTunes um th- is that true? I've heard that iTunes will basically drop your RSS feed if you don't have good uh, metrics going. Uh, that's possible yeah it does make sense but i feel like let's say if the but the thing is like we our old show the one we mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. it's still on itunes is it yeah oh like it's still on my like on my what they call like you can actually listen to it on on your podcast app or itunes itunes because that's where that's where it pulls it from i thought it pulls it from like the actual rss link uh because that's what itunes is doing as well well the thing is where we have it housed yeah, it's That's still where it's there. From. Yeah, it's still there. I don't mm-hmm. know how, but I guess it saved it. I guess because it's history, it's important. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's jump into our first review. So, 
uh, if you listened to last week's episode, Shoma lost the game. He was supposed to watch Wendy and Lucy. We spoke to him last night, and he said he's going to let us wait another week. So we'll have to you know, skip him on this one. He has classic a whole, Shomo. Yeah, classic Shomo. Look at this guy. Yeah. Right, he, he didn't want to come to the show, so he didn't have to review the movie that you gave him. <laughs> but uh, what did you watch this week? Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh. Right. I actually only watched one movie. It is a Noah Baumbach film that came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Marowitz story. Uh, so this week I'm, very, I'm, playing, I'm watching that tonight, actually. Uh, so you don't, should. Don't ruin anything for me. Yeah, and you should. Uh, like most of my reviews or a lot of things I do here, I'm going to keep it short and sweet to the point. Uh, I definitely recommend it if you like any of his previous work. Noah Baumbach, he is significant because he has, he's done, what is it? Uh, why am I going blanking? Uh, Green Bird, Squid, Squid and the Whale. Whale. Francis Ha, Kicking yeah. Screaming. Like, he's just done a lot of these, like, I would say indie-centric, like, but they're, like, huge in, yeah. like, the, the community. Like, everyone knows. Mr. America was good. I mean, Mr. Samaritan was young. great. Yeah. I feel like he's, while we're young, he's very more, consistent. Huh? He's very, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I, I would say it's, like, more the same of what we get with his, like, original, like, his older work. But it's nothing wrong with that because I feel like he just, I don't know. It's just, like, he's able to tell these, like, very human stories uh, about, like, kind of just, like, I hate to say it like this, but male-centric characters. I mean, he he's had before in the past done Francis Hall, which was great, which had a female Mistress lead. Mistress America as well. Mistress America as well. Margot at the wedding, that's a female lead as well. Yeah. He has but, a good balance. Yeah, he has a yeah. good balance, but I feel like he always tells these, like, really interesting kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, kind of like these, I feel like he tells a story well about, like, kind of a group of people or just, like, especially, like, older people who are yeah. kind of lost. Group of older privileged white people. Usually. Yeah, they're usually <laughs> lost, but it's it's always nice to watch. And yeah. I feel like he captures New York in such a way that it's just like very nostalgic, but yet, but timeless. And would you? I was thinking about this when I was watching the movie. Would you consider him like in a way, uh, like a Woody Allen? Yeah, in his own very, way. He's. I think he is highly influenced by Allen. They um they have the same type of character arcs. Um, a lot of Woody Allen's a little bit more self indulgent. I think in yeah. his movies, but um, I'm not. Did uh, Bombay grow up in New York? I don't. I don't know. I don't know much about it. because his most history, of his stories, stories t- takes place in New York, right? Or like, yeah, or mm-hmm. you're gonna get stories about like you know the upstate or something like that. But right. it's always around north. Mm-hmm. But uh, let me just talk about this story. I guess just read the synopsis. It's an estranged family gathers together in New York for an event celebrating the artistic work of their father, and the father is played by Dustin Hoffman. We have Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, and a lot of other. Uh, there's a damn. There's a lot of people in this fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are the three kind of like focus who we get, and it's basically about. It's really focusing on these two sons who, in their own way, deal with their father, who is very much an eccentric artist, and he's just very all about his work. And both of these sons have a perspective of like how they either see their father or how the way they want to be treated. And uh, Ben Stiller plays one of the sons, Matthew, who is basically like this business agent who didn't become an artist, who is very much about making money. And then Adam Sandler, who is who's a musician who wanted to be an artist, but always flirted with the idea, but never really committed. And he was... and. Yeah, and he, I guess you can say in a way, like it was like he always loved his father and always like wanted his approval. Where vice versa, Matt felt like he was always being put pressure on. It was just like an 
it's a nice like character studying these two guys who grew up with this kind of like this almost like kind of crazy father father figure and i think dustin hoffman does a really great job in this role and i think he's hilarious uh adam yeah. sandler i'm like fucking a man when i watch movies like this i realize he can act yeah, you forget I've, that he can. I've act. read a lot of uh, pretty good stuff about his performance in this movie. People are saying it's one of the best performances at since um, Punch Drunk. Punch Drunk Love. I would agree. Punch no, this that's good. Yeah. I, yeah. I also read that uh, people are saying this is the best Netflix original film to date. Yeah, I would. I would say this is actually mm-hmm. a really good film. I, I recommend it. There's certain things uh, in terms of the editing. Uh, he does a lot of hard cuts in this movie, which it at times works really well and then there's certain times that are kind of like odd but i feel like it works more than it doesn't so that's kind of just like a minor gripe that i've had um the characterization the dialogue it's you know it's basically like any other noah baumack film you're gonna get it's clever it's funny and like i said before i think this is the best thing i've seen adam sandler in a very long time and i really liked him in this and uh yeah it hit, it works it just it, it works uh and i think i'm just a personal sucker for his films so not adam sandler but no i'm back so i'm not confused because adam sandler hasn't had a good track record in a very long time uh so i highly recommend it you should definitely check it out i'm gonna see it tonight no okay. definitely what about uh anything else no that's it that's it harvey yeah. got anything yeah i got some stuff uh I guess first, I should probably talk about the elephant in the room. I saw Blade Runner uh, two more times. Was was that really the elephant in the room? I kind of forgot you watched it. I don't know. I mean... We went to see it in IMAX, yeah. or or their version of IMAX, I think. Yeah. It's not official, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we saw it in IMAX, and I saw it once again at uh, Williamsburg. And... um. I feel like my feelings for it have only intensified. Like I'm in love with the movie. It's you're in love. Like you want to make love to it. If it were like the if it were doing like body like possess a woman like the female embodiment of a Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> I would marry her. And love her for Let's say one the other way. Embody yourself into a man. I mean, fuck it. I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, it seems like uh, you've you're obsessed. Yeah, I am a bit obsessed, and it's it's a good feeling. I feel like I'm in love. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a good feeling. You want to just tell the world, <laughs> show it Basically, off. Basically, that's how I feel about is it. Like, it, I want is everyone. It Facebook official. It should be. I want everyone to in see in relationship it. with you know, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Harvey yeah. Latin. I want everyone to know how happy it makes me, and I want everyone to see it and take part in it with mm-hmm. me. I just um, realized something. I've, you know, Harvey's been in a really great mood this week, and uh, I think it's because of Blade Runner. It probably is because <laughs> of Blade Runner. This is probably the happiest week I've had in a long time. Okay, I got a, I got a bold question to ask: Is this your favorite movie of 2017? Yeah, it probably is now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. It's up there. I dig it. Damn, that's crazy. It's a uh, yeah. It held. It, it holds up in every way. I still get chills when I see those like establishing shots and just hearing like the roar like of those I think it's engines or some shit like Hans Zimmerisms. Yeah, it's just it's just Zimmer. It sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, like when I'm at work, because like we work on like the 25th floor, 
I'll hear like a motorcycle and it like because of the tall buildings, like it echoes up. Yeah. And so it sounds fucking exactly like later on and then all they look up like what the I fuck? think you're losing I think you're losing your your, yeah, could your be, mind you might you're sending into like a blade runner fucking You might have <laughs> to consider a blade runner costume for Halloween. Yeah. I thought about that actually cuz that was fucking I just want that jacket cuz that jacket, jacket yeah. is so cool. And yeah. You, yeah. That's pretty much all he needs the yeah. jacket and you, you you know boots Get and away. jeans. Yeah, I want that jacket really bad. I'm going to find it. We should go to a thrift shop. I'm sure you could find one there. Probably. It's very similar. I feel like it's, yeah, it's going to be tricky. I feel like if you go to Williamsburg, you can definitely find. I feel like, like I can some, I can find it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. It takes so, some looking. Yeah, I guess that was just a. So the score? Reinforced. It holds that. up? Does it hold up? Ari? Oh, oh yeah. yeah it's it holds up. Absolutely. Can um, we? It's, it's six, maximum five. For six me. out of five. Six out of five. It's. Nice, nice. Might as well just go beautiful. ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh. I watched a uh, horror movie on uh, the streaming service Shutter this week. Uh oh. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of things on Shutter, but uh, you you don't talk about it a lot. No, not really. Uh, I watched a movie called Follow, and uh, I don't know. I've been uh, looking at it for a while now because the the uh, poster is just pretty intriguing. It's just like a woman like lying in water, and it's like a uh, Kind of vague, but also very intriguing. So I decided I'd give it a watch. Um, here's IMDb's synopsis. A man who receives an early Christmas present from his girlfriend blacks out only to wake up in a terrifying nightmare. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So this movie, like, it takes place, like, entirely, like, entirely, like, a few days before Christmas. So it takes, it's like, uh, it spans, like, several days before Christmas. And this uh, man... His name is Quinn, I believe. He receives a uh, present from his girlfriend, and uh, that present has to, happens to be a gun. And she's like uh, a really weird, like uh, eccentric type of girl. She seems to be in like very into like very morbid things. Is she like an artist? Uh, he's an artist. He's like a shitty artist, and she's like <laughs> yeah, that's uh, kind of that's kind of fucked up. Did you see his art and yeah, just like yeah. decide yeah, that he's like it's sucks. not it's not good like. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. So he wakes up to find his girlfriend has been killed. Um, she's been slain with that gun, and he isn't really able to remember anything from uh, that night, the previous night. And then, like uh, throughout the rest of the story, he like regains several pieces of uh, of that night, and he kind of slowly descends into madness over like the realization that he probably killed his girlfriend and like, doesn't remember anything. Um, the movie tries to shock quite a bit, but, um, none of it seems authentic and it like, it doesn't really believe itself. It's like, it's poking the audience to see like, Hey, is this, are we edgy now? Like, are we, are we there? And, uh, most of it just seems really forced and, uh, not really freaky in any way. Just really fucking cheesy. Uh, the actor that plays Quinn, Noah Segan, he's like one of the worst actors I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. He can't. He can't emote. He he can't emote at all. Like you're supposed to feel things. Um, for this character, you're supposed to feel his uh, his madness and his uh, loss and his hurt and his confusion. But you don't really feel any of that because he his eyes just stay the same the entire time. His voice is like as monotone as mine. Like he can't fucking inflect. It's it's real bad. Like a lot of it's like actually cringe worthy. 
which this, is uh weird because i saw him in uh starry eyes sean didn't you see starry eyes yeah yeah he's in he's in starry eyes and he plays like a kind of a a, a smaller role but i kind of liked him in that but in this he this cannot, dude has been in 50 something movies yeah. holy shit he this guy's really, in everything <laughs> yeah he can't really carry by himself um this movie is real bad like uh it's it's approaching horseshit territory i wouldn't say it's utter horseshit but um it's not good i'm trying to think of anything else worth worth mentioning there's like a ju- like this weird juxtaposition that they try to pull off by uh this man's like dark descent into um like madness and the like uh like a psycho terror fucking vibe they're going for and they try to juxtapose that with like the happiness of christmas and like a lot of the music is actually at christmas carols yeah. and it just does not work at all um comes off kind of cheesy it's just really annoying and really it, like it it doesn't it's not like a cool like mesh it's just awkward and yeah, it's not it's like not it's good. not like when like yeah it's like the way the way krampus does it where it has like this whimsical music yeah, yeah. and then it's just like horrifying things are happening yeah. throughout uh, or in uh the uh that one movie comes to mind uh fuck what's that big franchise with the creepy music insidious <laughs> yeah insidious that fucking like that first scene in the first one reminds me of that and but worse so, are you saying you don't like this movie? No, I don't like this movie. Um, I haven't really thought about a score to give it. I'd probably give it a one and a half out of five. <laughs> it's yeah, like, pretty rough. It's like on the cusp of like horseshit territory. So, I would not recommend it, even if you are into shitty bee horrors. Okay, I'll stay away. I, I've seen the cover. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I wanted to watch it. Um, I got a couple things. One is, uh, it is a horseshit movie. It's called Walking Out. And basically, this movie is about, do you guys know Matt Bomer? Yeah. What was he famous in? Was it Suits? Is that where he's from? Are you talking about? I think it was, um, no, it was, I don't think so. What's this movie called again? It was Walking uh, Out. It was White Collar, wasn't it? White Collar, yeah. That's where uh, he's known for. He kind of looks like Henry Cavill a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. But uh, yes, so it's basically he plays a father, and uh, kind of like an estranged father who has a a weekend getaway with his son. So his son comes to visit him. I think they live in, uh, I believe it's like northern Montana or North Dakota, one of those two. This guy seems way too handsome to be like a dad. You know yeah. what I mean? What does like, that mean? <laughs> like it's just like he's so like he looks like or he's going hunting with his son, right? And this guy looks way too like handsome yeah he's pretty he's pretty handsome he has like beautiful eyes and you know he's just he's typical like, handsome white guy and he's like it's like i can't see this guy in, in this role but he's in this role and he, <laughs> he plays a <laughs> very strange person in this movie he takes his son out basically to a getaway that him and his father did which is uh played by bill pullman who's shown in flashbacks and he's throughout their trip he's telling his story of how his father took him on this epic trip to shoot his first moose and that's what the fa- that's what he's trying to do with his son on this trip. Eventually, the uh, trip goes pretty bad when a I think it's a brown bear starts to stalk them, and shit happens, and one of them gets injured. It's it's Matt Bomer. He gets injured, uh, but he the, the the trailer tricks you that the, the bear attacked him and like pretty much ate his leg off. But uh, the son accidentally shoots <laughs> him in the knee. <laughs> And his, there's a weird, this movie's pretty bad because <laughs> the movie 
from beginning to end, it's covered in this very melodramatic lifetime soundtrack. And it it overplays itself. It's loud. You can't really hear what they're saying most of the time because of the shitty music. But the cinematography of the landscape is amazing. This sounds so terrible. one of the worst things about this movie, I don't know if you guys will ever watch it, but you'll see. It's a pretty funny moment. So the father tells his son, like, you need to go on and, you know, look for help. And the son's like, I'm not going to leave you. And then, like, they pause on the son's face like he's about to, like, conjure up, like, a great idea. And he's like, I know what we're going to do. I'm going to carry you on my back. I have very strong legs. And, and he literally <laughs> carries him in the entire movie. And it looks embarrassing. Like, he's just piggybacking this guy throughout the snow for, like, hours and days. And I'm thinking, like, can, is this even possible? Can a 14-year-old boy do this? Can he? Probably not. In the snow. But uh, that's pretty much where the story goes. There's not much uh, action or any type of grand sequences. It's just them literally walking in the snow for survival. And uh, eventually, you know, things happen and and it gets worse and worse and worse for them. But uh, the, I can't carry myself in this. No. Yeah, it's pretty rough to watch them do it because you're you're you know how hard it is to carry someone in your back. At least for me, I don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's funny too because this movie is made by two people, like it was directed by two guys, and they right. still fucked it up. Yeah, two guys. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like not one person said anything. Yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of cool to see the landscape of where they were at. I'm not quite sure exactly where it was, but it looked pretty good on film. I also watched an Australian fantasy film called The Boys in the Trees. It, it kind of sounds similar to The Boys in the Hood, but it's basically, it reminds me of a lifetime, n- not lifetime, I would say, remember back in the day when Disney Channel would make a movie once a month? Yeah, Disney yeah. Channel original. Yeah, it's yep. very closely in the style of that. Boys in the Trees? I just got an idea. What's that? I don't know if y'all want to tackle it. <laughs> What is the let's, idea? Uh, let's drop our current topic and talk about our favorite Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> oh, man. I already have like three in mind yeah. as you started to speak. Yeah, there's some really good ones. We should I do guess. that. We should do that one day, like an actual official to- uh, topic. Oh, no. We're throwing that you, in the we, bank. You do that today? Yeah. Then why not? Fuck it. We get throw that in the bank. I feel like Shomo probably doesn't have any. Yeah. No, I want him to be honest uh, well, so he could be he like. He told me, when, I think when I first met him, he said he never watched Disney Channel because it was stupid. He just you. watched uh, Cartoon Network. Listen, listen. We're going to. We're gonna save that topic for when he's back on the show. So when he when we do pick it, he'll be like, "Fuck, he's I not don't gonna know have any. Dude, I don't know any." I used to live for Disney. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I watched this movie called Boys in the Trees, and it's an Australian fantasy film, and it was directed by Nicholas uh, Verso, and it stars Toby Wallace and Gulliver McGrath. And the movie is basically just uh, with these two characters. There are two boys who are I believe they're about to graduate high school, and one. One is a uh, part of like the cool kids crowd. There, the movie incorporates a lot of skateboarding, which was which what uh, initially attracted me to the film. Uh, but obviously, it's one of those movies where the actors don't really skate, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it looks cheesy. Like that one one guy, be like, "Oh, watch this trick! It's gonna be the best thing you've ever seen." And then it, and cuts. Then it cuts, cuts to like some <laughs> awesome dude who doesn't have the same body <laughs> mechanics as the actor does. It's pretty weird. <laughs> but um, but the the lead actor, he can actually roll. You know, you could tell oh. when somebody can actually roll. Yeah. But um, so the movie is about this these two friends bonding over this Halloween day, and uh, I guess it's it's told in flashbacks that they grew up together and they kind of, they grew up together like in their early years and they separated. One became an 
an introvert one one started to work um hang out with like the popular kids and they started to, or the the lead actor treated the other one like shit throughout their high school career and they're just bonding over this last day like talking about all this stuff going through i guess like teenage angst moments of them like trying to hook up with this girl and also trying to rekindle their uh friendship, friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the movie's pretty bad it <laughs> it goes into a very very first and cliche moment towards the end where it's a huge reveal of what's going on because it does have these fantasy elements but not much of it's explained it's just done for i don't i, I don't even know what's even classified as but it's very closely related to like a a early halloween disney movie it, it is a horseshit movie as well i gave it a did i get the other movie a star rating i didn't No. oh so i gave walking out a half star and this movie gets a one star solid horseshit really yeah if you guys watch it it it's long it's like two solid two hours long God damn. and it's not even fun to watch it's not a journey like you don't care about these fucking guys like one wants to go to new york and like be an artist and the other one he doesn't want to do shit hey man what do you want to do after college or after high school nothing Mm -hmm. and it's it's actually it goes into um some horror elements which is pretty strange some random horror moments in the movie that are so left field you're like really yeah but uh yeah one star poison trees i know it was just released on netflix so a lot of people have been checking it out but uh, I don't know. You guys should stay away. It's got 13 reviews so mm-hmm. far on Rotten Tomatoes. How? What's for this? 77%. Whoo! It's, it's getting on the hot track. I just noticed that the the music was done by Shinjuku Thief. Oh, yeah? I don't know who that is, but that sounds interesting. I feel like that, that sounds familiar. It sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? All right. So that's all I pretty much have. Do you guys want to just jump into the main review? Oh. Unless anybody got something else. Yeah, uh, I don't got anything. Uh, yeah, it's been a, I feel like it was a short week for me. It's a crazy week this week. We did a lot of fun stuff. That's why. Yeah. You know what will happen too? Sometimes after we're done recording, I'm like, oh shit, I did watch this movie. And I completely forget about it. Yeah. Because I'll forget to lock stuff on Letterboxd. Because that's how I usually remember what I watched during the week. Yeah. But I don't have that much this week. Um, I'd like to talk about... Uh, Blade Runner? Yeah, just that, <laughs> that rain scene. Dude, that rain scene. The rain Great. scene is really good. Hans Zimmer came through with that perfect yeah. score to um, put over that scene. Sounds so good. You know, it's one of my favorite scenes in that movie. When uh, they're talking about the orphanage and trying to locate where it is. And he looks at Joy and he says, you want to go for a ride? Yeah. And it makes maybe it's a reference to Drive. Because um, in Drive, Ryan Gosling basically asked uh, what's Carrie Mulligan if she wants to go for a ride. And then it cuts them driving through the L.A. Um, yeah. River. And this one, it cuts to them driving over the, the seawall. It's yeah. very closely related to um, yeah. drive. So maybe, I don't know, that was a reference. You think? You think, you think it's strange. Like He's always asking women if they want to go on a drive through some kind of river area. Why does he always play a character that drives a lot? I don't know. And or, yeah. Or was, or was always brooding. Mm-hmm. He broods a lot. But I like that moment in the movie where they're just drive. They're just in his uh, flying car thingy, and they're going over the city. And that moment, it makes you real. It, you buy their relationship because we all have these. We've all had that experience in our life, where you're just you and your significant other just in your car. Yeah, you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a real moment. I felt like in the movie that worked. Well, yeah, their relationship I think was like mm-hmm. some of the better ones, even though. Yeah. Are we far enough removed for me to spoil things? No. No, I don't okay. think so. 
Fuck. All right, it's only well. been a week. <laughs> it hasn't been like months. He's already seen it 10 times. Yeah. But uh, that's <coughs> pretty much all. I oh, is that what you're just trying to say? You like the rain scene? Yeah. Did you really want to bring up Blade Runner? Or you just <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd like to talk about it as much as possible. But yeah, we can move on. You can do a Blade Runner 2049 podcast. <laughs> it's like my... be good. <laughs> every week. different elements or frames of the every episode. Every week you, wa- down for it. you watch it again and then you fucking just review it again. That's not like a good idea. Like a limited series podcast. Based like a, a seven episode podcast. Runner. I'm down. <laughs> do the but, right Blade Runner. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys, let's move on. Let's jump into the foreigner. We've got a clip. Everyone's already inside. Explosion rocks the city today. 20,000 pounds for the names of the bombers. That's not how we do things here. Somebody say a prayer for me. They kill me on Friday. Of half the city looking for me. Bury me on Sunday. Move for me. No idea who you're dealing with. Where those prophets that took the leg only took the soul. Somebody say a prayer for me. Yes, I do. Do you? All right, so I got the INDB synopsis here. And The Foreigner, directed by Martin Campbell, written by David Macaroni. And Macaroni? <laughs> Marconi's. <laughs> Did I say macaroni? So I think, I think you said, said macaroni. Uh, I think you said macaroni. I want macaroni. Sounds good. But uh, it stars uh, Katie Long, Jackie Chan, and Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the, uh, the girl in the movie. Her name is Charlie Murphy. Is it? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's pretty funny. But uh, so, a humble businessman with a buried past seeks justice when his daughter is killed in an act of terrorism. What did you guys think of The Foreigner? Mm. Steve? Uh, may I okay, before, uh, you, before you go into your review, what was your uh, showing like? Because ours was pretty <coughs> brutal. Uh, Very brutal. So, I walk into the theater at 11. I was actually up pretty early, and I was, like, near the theater pretty early because I was, like, trying to make it. I didn't want to, like, miss that shot. But I get there, and uh, there was only seats available on the front row. Uh, I got one, and then I told you because you were coming there. <laughs> you were trying to get a seat. It was a brutal morning. Me and my girlfriend rushed. We took two trains? <clears throat> yeah. No, three trains to yeah. get to the theater. Get there, couldn't get any seats. I mean, there was one left, so, but yeah, was sold so out, we couldn't mostly. get it. So we, me, her, and Harvey rushed over back to uh, Dumbo. Yeah. It was, it was a rough, rough time. At one point, I was like, you know what? If I miss the second one, I'm not watching this movie. Yeah. I'm just going to watch the other one, the uh, Bombback movie, and just review that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know it's not what we're supposed to do, but... <laughs> also, I was telling Harvey earlier in the week that you, in the last podcast, you mentioned that we should do birthday movies. And then we talked. We took. We went over the list, and we didn't. We didn't uh, talk about that. Uh, Happy Death Day is a birthday movie, and it was out this week, so that would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Wow. We fucked up on that. Yeah, one. that'd be yeah. funny. We fucked up this week. Yeah, that's funny because you did mention we should watch a birthday movie, and there happens to be a birthday movie coming out that week. Yeah, right? and I didn't think about it. Shit. Yeah. It's been getting some uh, interesting reviews too. Yeah. Oh yeah, our actual showing though is actually pretty shitty itself too. There's just people being loud Dude, people yeah. no not loud they're laughing in every scene like we're watching the hangover yeah it's pretty brutal 
Like oh. they're laughing at tense, weird moments in the movie yeah. that doesn't that doesn't have like really? a joke. There's a lot of shit going on. There's like a Spanish <laughs> couple that was behind me that kept talking the entire time in Spanish. I'm like, what the like, fuck is going on? Told them to shut up, man. Just really shut. Then there was like some person all the way down there that had their bright ass phone like on a hundred percent. Like, <laughs> the, the, I heard some lady to the right of me. There's like. There's a moment in the movie. Oh, I forgot. I completely forgot to mention that Pierce Brosnan is in this movie. Oh yeah, Pierce. But Brosnan. you guys probably know that already. He's in the trailers. But there's a moment in the movie where he gets off with his wife, and he there's an element of the movie where he it's. I think it plays in the trailer that he does have a mistress. Yeah. And uh, I think his wife says something in the movie in reference to his mistress, and the lady down the aisle from me goes, "Mm hmm." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> like loud. Yeah, she's just like fuck that whore. Uh. No, uh, I guess let's talk about The Foreigner. So, this movie is not what I expected. Uh, you know, in the trailer and the poster and the advertisement, we're thinking this is going to be a... Uh, for me, at least, I thought it was going to be a little bit more Jackie Chan experience. A lot more action, a little I less story. I actually went into it with a, a different perspective. Really? I thought it was going to be one of those Jackie Chan movies where he doesn't move his body at all. Oh. Just dramatic <laughs> moments. Yeah, uh, but I didn't like this movie. Okay, why uh, is that? I thought I thought the story was overly complicated for no fucking reason. Like, it, like, all right. So it started off well enough. It, it, it's interesting because I was just like, okay, all right. You know, we're getting into the swing of things. We're gonna we're gonna see Jack Chan fucking bust out his moves at one point. We don't see that shit until halfway through the fucking movie. And we only get like actually three scenes where we get like really good action sequences with Jackie Chan. But the whole movie, it's like a lot of Pierce Brosnan talking on the phone or uh, talking to someone in his office or talking to other people outside. There's a lot outside. of phone conversations in this movie. I was like... <laughs> there's a ton of phone conversations. I'm like, there's like one scene where like... One, I remember he was there. He was talking to somebody. He hangs up. That other person starts talking to another person. That's all. I'm like, what is going on in this movie? And that's the whole movie, basically. There's a lot of a lot of people talking on Play their phone. Playing phone tag the entire time. And and it kind of sucks because I my rule for an action movie or a, maybe it's because maybe this is not an action movie, but you know, I it's just not an over overly complicated story. It's just like it's like ira and like political intrigue and again a lot of people talking on cell phones and uh, also jackie chan being brooding like yeah. he's just like he always just has the same facial expression the whole time and he and he's just like give me the names and that's his like one line throughout the whole movie the names yeah i think uh i was trying to explain why um people were laughing i think People expect like a certain level of like physical comedy from Jackie Chan, especially like within his fighting. And this movie is completely different from that style. However, I think people were still expecting to see. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they wanted, but right. they were laughing. Can and I, I think that probably explains why they were laughing. All right. I'm going to say this. I laughed at certain parts of this movie because I thought it was fucking just weirdly hilarious. Like some of the dialogue and certain scenes like. So there's this one scene in the movie where. It literally looks like he was like, you know how this movie shot? It's shot like they're, they're like it's an actual movie. Like people are just sitting on set, and he's just like, oh, action, okay, cool. And then he fucking starts saying his lines. It didn't feel natural at all. There's like one scene where like Pierce Brosnan's coming out of his car, and he has this conversation. Like he's starting a conversation with someone. So I'm like, 
what were you doing this whole time? You, I know you weren't talking on the phone. Like yeah. it just nothing seemed believable at all. Especially Pierce Brosnan. I didn't like him in this movie at all. Uh, but no, there's a, there was one scene in particular. I would say uh, the airport scene where the <laughs> he's running with the laptop. <laughs> yeah, that was the funniest. And, and he like trips. They show it from his. Per- <laughs> they show it from his perspective too, from his point of view. And people are like, "What the?" Fuck? And they're like trying to get out the way. Dude, that scene was hilarious because <laughs> he's like running. Why and wouldn't you just- put? Why wouldn't you just put it down and then tell everybody to get Leave. away from it instead of just running it through a crowd of fucking people? It's so dumb. He like and he jumps over the stairs, or he jumps over the thing. He trips. Yeah. And he falls down the most funniest way, and then he like throws the suitcase. And I was just like, "Oh no, this is this is bad." It wasn't a suitcase, a laptop. Sorry, but yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah, there's um, yeah, there's some uh, just awkward, awkward physical shit going on in this movie. Um, you don't if you're expecting to see like a a typical Jackie Chan movie in terms of like a action to this probably isn't the movie. He's like doing a lot of uh like badass things i guess like building bombs and shit like that but like as far as like hand-to-hand combat there's not a lot of it well he can't i don't think he can do it as i much think anymore. i think he can do it he can still beat your ass i know <laughs> <laughs> for sure i think he can definitely do it i think he's, just he's not that old t- yeah I, I just think there wasn't a ton of it in the yeah in the this, script. this movie is just weird i feel like they put him like on the poster and the promotion, but I feel like this wasn't his movie. I felt like this was more Pierce Brosnan's movie than anything because he was like, "There's a big chunk. There's like, like 20 minutes where yeah. like Jackie Chan just disappears when yeah. he's in the woods." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's just again Pierce Brosnan talking to people on cell phones, telling them to do things. Yeah, um, and then his accent was pretty bad too. I don't know whose accent Pierce Brosnan is he? That's his uh, native language. Really? Yeah. This just sounded. He's from sound Ireland. Legi- yeah, he's I didn't Irish. know that. I didn't. Yeah. It sounded didn't sound legit at all to me. I thought he was like, it's like, is he? Is this real? I is he know. Irish or is he Scottish? He's Irish. Really? Yeah. I feel like he lost. I felt maybe it's just like the Matt Damon syndrome I had from previously, where I, like I hear people and I'm thinking they're losing their accent at one point in the movie. Like the Great Wall. <laughs> like the Great Wall. Yeah. I'm like, it's like, is he American now? Yeah. Harvey, you no. have anything else to say? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things. I'm trying to organize them. Um, we just got out this movie, so we're still trying to formulate yeah, we thoughts, all, I guess, suppose. Yeah, we yeah. all just came got, out of this movie. Thoughts, I just don't, there's, um, from like a logical standpoint, like the whole basis of this movie, I don't know if I'm just wrong because I don't I haven't read or heard about this, but Pierce Brosnan's character, he used to be uh, a member of the IRA, yeah. which is technically like a terrorist organization. Yeah. So how does he have like a, a high-ranking uh, position like in the British government that part makes no sense to me but then that's probably the, the least of the like illogical apparently things that in this movie. part of the um i think from something i read online that character is based on somebody in real life mm-hmm. so somebody who became a political figure years later after doing time so it's just like i don't know man this movie seemed all over the place and there was one point where they were like introducing characters because they're trying to set up all these interesting plot points, so plot, like moments in the movie. Because you see coming a mile away. You're like, oh, okay, it's like this character is very important at one point. It's going to be a piece of the puzzle that we need to connect. But it's just, it, they are, they're introduced so awkwardly. Like yeah. super awkwardly. Like, nice. There was like a bar scene where, yeah, remember that? that was that? a good point. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Like it was just super random and out of nowhere. I'm like, 
He's like, I feel like this could not have been in here or this could have been taken somewhere else. And I felt like the, I don't know, it just seemed like they were just introducing so many subplots and plot to like, to have these like moments in the movie, which I feel like if it was a neater script, I don't think it would have, mm-hmm. it would have been as bad. I think uh, I'm pretty opposite from you because I really did enjoy this movie. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a, some fun with it. It is a darker character. I think it's the darkest role he's ever played in his career, Jackie Chan. Yeah. And he, yeah, he is brooding. What about the tuxedo? The tuxedo? <laughs> God, don't remind me. My parents dropped me off to see that alone. Because <laughs> they went on a date night or something like that. Pretty and I didn't want to see it. I wanted to see Fever Pitch. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I <know. laughs> but uh, yeah, I enjoyed the movie for the most part. I thought I was pleasantly surprised about this movie because I, leading up to uh, watching it, I was dreading it. And I told Harvey, like, I'm not looking forward for this movie because the trailer was brutal. And this whole, the whole idea of the movie is pretty um, overdone, I think. There's been a few movies that I can just name randomly at the top of my head where it's pretty much identical in plot. I don't know if you guys remember Law Abiding Citizen yeah, with um, yeah. <coughs> with Jamie Foxx and what's yeah. his name? With Jarrell Jar- Jar- Butler. Jar- it's the same thing. Yeah. And there's a there's a movie in 2002, one of the last movies that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger did before he went into office called Collateral Damages, where his family gets killed by terrorists and he has to go find the terrorists in South America, yeah. I believe in Colombia. And it's pretty much the same thing, like him like being a, some like an ex-secret op. Yeah. making bombs in the woods and running around like a maniac yeah i don't know i feel like they just i feel like the movie was like it's two it's basically two hours yeah and within those two hours i feel like you're you're just hearing exposition and just mm-hmm. dialogue and nothing really happens yeah that that's exciting or thrilling for me Other from the than trailer that, I, I don't know if i remember too much of the trailer i think i saw it maybe once but i don't remember any hand-to-hand combat stuff in the trailer I think I do. I think I remember like maybe a couple things, but honestly, that's honestly the highlight. The highlight yeah. for me was Jackie Chan. I actually like Jackie Chan's movie. I think it was the best part of this movie. Like his yeah. sequences were the best, and I might be a little bit harsh. I, I am being harsh, but it's like if you just want to, uh, maybe if they want to like cut some of the fat off and just put like yeah. more of that shit in there. I think I think this could have been a better movie. I actually really, I some of my favorite parts of about this movie is the IRA conversations because I've always been fascinated by that stuff. Yeah. And I know a lot of it was you know, written in for uh, for the plot and they are there's a lot of exposition especially with the phone conversations but all that stuff worked for me. I, yeah. I actually did enjoy Prius Brosman in this role because uh, I've seen uh, I believe last year I saw a couple of movies that he's done that were all really bad. He did a movie where he's a spy and he did um this other movie it's a, it's a romance romantic movie but where I think he's having an affair with somebody, and that was he pretty bad having too. Having affairs, doesn't he? Yeah, and uh, I saw him in this, and I actually thought he his. I thought he was pretty cool because the accent. I mean, it's a natural accent, but it was kind of cool to actually hear him speak in his native language. Yeah, and I thought I don't know. I like that. Um, what else did I like? I did like a lot of the. I like the way the city looked. I like the way London looked. I like uh, everything that was in the farm. The farm looked pretty cool, and also like the um. I like everything in the woods. You you don't get a lot of scene action scenes in um wooded areas. Yeah. And I like the I like the wide shots of him of Jackie Chan driving to to Ireland. It was pretty cool too. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess I just was surprised at this movie. That's why I did enjoy it. Yeah. And I uh, I was intrigued throughout the entire process. I didn't. There wasn't really a moment where 
I don't know. I was taken out of it. Yeah. It starts off. It start like I said. It starts off very. It starts off good for me, where I'm like, okay, yeah, this is getting into like shit's gonna hit the fan. But then it just nothing. I got a, I got a quick question for you. What uh, in the movie Jackie Chan owns owns a Chinese restaurant? Yeah. When you saw that that scene when they go into it, did you watch Chinese food? I don't no. know why, but I wanted Chinese food. You were just thinking of sweet yeah. and sour chicken or something. <laughs> no, like, I was just thinking of Chinese food. Noodles. What about you, Harvey? I mean, I was pretty hungry already, so yeah. 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 yeah and I leaned over to my girlfriend and said, damn, I want Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, yeah. what do you think? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you like it? Did you uh, not like it? Were you I, in the middle? Yeah, I don't like the movie. Um, I don't think it's horrible. I yeah, think, it's like worse shit out there, but. Yeah, it's uh, overall, I think it's pretty middle of the road. I think it did a lot of things that I don't really agree with or enjoy, but, um, I like some things about it. I like, uh, I like Jackie Chan. <laughs> I like, <laughs> You're like, I mean, that's the I don't know. Like, typically, I don't know. This is definitely like the most brooding we've ever seen Jackie Chan. And I think, uh, it's really cool to see him branch out like this. So yeah. I enjoyed that aspect of it. I enjoyed seeing an emotional Jackie Chan, him, uh, grieving for his daughter and, uh, being motivated by like vengeance. And, um, yeah, it's. I really enjoyed those aspects of it. I enjoyed some uh, parts of like the inner workings of like the IRA and uh, and things like that. But then when my brain tries to put it together and really think that I'm watching Jackie Chan fighting the fucking Irish IRA, then I start to think, ah, oh, this is real bad. But it's, <laughs> it's pretty middle of the road for me. Um, it's completely unoffensive, but yet it's just like. I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. Like there was like, like I said, there's one part of the movie where I'm just like, oh, this is pretty long, man. We're looking at two hours right now. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was like, oh, it's it's, it's going. I, don't I didn't know. even notice the time really? because on the movie pass app it says 54 minutes, which right. is obviously wrong. It's always wrong. <laughs> Fucking. So <laughs> I went, so when I was going, I was like, sweet, 54 minutes. This is great. When I went to see one of the times when I went to see a uh, Blade Runner, it said 55 minutes. Like, wait, what? It's making any sense. Yeah, you got to add three hours or two hours to that. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to mention? Hey, just wait. I need a. This is a quick tip. Oh, for, oh sorry. Continue what you're saying. Yeah, I just really want to find out about that Movie Pass thing. I thought you were only able to watch the movie once. What do you mean? With Movie Pass. No. You can watch it as many times as you want? Yeah. Oh, shit. But uh, I was going to worry. I was going to let you speakerphone dial Shomel. And if you could give us a two-minute review. Because he saw the movie, so I figured we, we owe him that much. Yes, you want me to do yeah, it? Yeah, call him right now. Because uh, he said something like, or his girlfriend, well, Tappy said that um, she cried, I think. Which I was trying to like. In this movie? In this movie, I was watching the whole time. Where did she cry? Wait, is this the scene where she cried? I'm trying to figure that out. Are you calling Shama? Yeah. He's probably not going to answer. Make sure we can hear that. Put on speaker. <laughs> Not looking good. Yeah, he's not gonna answer. All right, no, maybe maybe he'll call back yeah, on his break back. or something like that. But uh, any final words? Uh, I guess we don't have too much to say. Yeah, this it's, it's a very simple story. There's not much going on. Jackie Chan has a couple moments in the movie where brings you back to like the old days of him fighting. Yeah. But then, like, you actually think about it, and you just know like most of the stuff is not him anymore. Because uh, one of the first hand-to-hand combat scene in the uh the bed and breakfast. When he's like jumping from the roof to the rail, you could tell like the the person's body looks different. Yeah, the the stunt coordinator or stunt or, um actor. Yeah, I like the fact that they play like they put into like 
they thought about his age in this film in mm-hmm. terms of like him getting hurt because yeah. he was getting like he was getting fucked up. He was, but he was still like fighting back. And I don't know. I think that's like the best part of the movie. All the action sequences. I think, I think they were really well done and choreographed. And uh, that's what he does best. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the the overly complicated story got in the way. Like I like the idea of the NRA or IRA. We could have had that. You, but you, I feel like I feel the like way I look at the movie, it's, much. Like, it's, they keep, like it's they're adding half elements. IRA IRA thriller slash Jackie Chan revenge story. Yeah, I don't know. I feel yeah. like those don't mesh well for me. I mean, if you think back of old Japanese movie or old Jackie Chan movies, it's pretty much the same thing. There's something going on with whoever he's fighting, and then his yeah, story. I, yeah, I know, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like that just because it it was just too much. Like I some it. some of those elements sometimes are toned back in order to get more of the story, and I felt like it was kind of uneven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, final thoughts. Uh, if you want to just want to watch something a little bit different than what Jackie Chan actually does, like, or what you're expecting him to do, definitely watch it. Um, not my favorite Jackie Chan movie, but action sequences and stuff you choreographed, like, was really well done. What was the last Jackie Chan movie you've seen before this? Last one? Uh, Project A. I'm talking about, like, releases. Like, like Kung, new releases? Yeah. Kung Fu Panda 2, does that count? I never watched any of the Kung Fu Panda Oh, you're missing movies. out. The first one's great. Oh. Uh, no, I don't think I don't. Me I can't well, think. What has he done? I can't think of. I anything. feel like he does like a lot there's, of. These, I think like, he, had, he. There's a movie on Netflix of his called Kung Fu Yoga or something like that, or <laughs> Yoga <laughs> Master, uh, uh, something yoga like that. Let me just look it up. Yeah, I Kung Fu seeing, Yoga Master. That's really. I don't think I've. I don't know what that is. I feel like you're making that up. I swear, I saw this on uh, Netflix. I think the last one I probably saw was like Skip Trace with uh, Johnny Knoxville. Oh yeah, I saw this too. Yeah, that came out like. Last year or 2015? Uh, it came out earlier this year, didn't it? I don't think so. Well, you guys want to drop some scores? Sure. Harvey, Harvey Fallen Thoughts? Uh, Kung Fu Yoga. I was right. <laughs> That's yoga. a dumb name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. Mm-hmm. The movie, I was bored through a good portion of it. In the times when I wasn't bored, I was uh, usually trying to understand what was going on because the story was very convoluted and it like splinters off into like these several different uh subplots subplots that kind of mesh together but uh they're just told in an awkward way which makes it unnecessarily confusing um (laughs) what else uh i enjoy pierce brosnan in this um i think he was pretty well suited for the role uh, so I enjoyed him, and like I said, like Jackie Chan's parts. I think uh, if we had a little bit more time with him being a father, um, and like seeing like a relationship with his daughter, it would have made me care about her loss more, and I would would have been able to connect more with an emotional Jackie Chan. So I think I would have liked that. But uh, overall, it's not horrible, and it's not good. Um, I'd give it like a two and a half out of five. We have to see Kung Fu Yoga. This looks very interesting. <sighs> Damn it. Let me check this out. It's on Netflix. I'm not watching it. I have to know what the fuck this movie is about. <coughs> What'd it come out? This year. I'm not watching that shit. Let's watch it. It's on Netflix. Just give it a poke. Just put it on. See what happens. How far you get. I'll give it a slow poke. Okay. Um. So final thoughts of me. I guess I'm complete opposite with you guys. Uh, I do. Ag- I can see how people will not enjoy this movie. But uh, I guess because uh, I went into it thinking I was going to hate it. That's probably what it is. I thought I was going to fucking hate this movie. 
like straight up hate, like a horseshit review. I was ready for it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was surprised. I did like seeing Jackie Chan on screen. Uh, I've never really seen him cry. He actually cried in this movie, like a little bitch that he is in this movie for losing oh, his dog. <laughs> Still kick so your ass, though. Sure he can't kick my ass. You think Jackie Chan could beat me up? Yeah, I'm Man, pretty sure he could fucking beat you up. Destroy you. <laughs> yeah, he would. One one uh, chop to the neck, I'm done. He does a lot of chops in this movie. Oh, I get why it's Kung Fu Yoga now. What? It's because he does Kung Fu because he's Chinese and... The uh, they look like they're somewhere in the Middle East, so they do yoga in mm-hmm. India, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. So or like, yeah, they're in a desert somewhere. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, some some of the the fight scenes I did enjoy. I actually really did like the uh, first fight scene with him in the um the bed and breakfast. Thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I thought there was gonna be more of that in the movie though. Uh, some some of the uh, I guess some of the plot that surrounds some of the characters, like the nephew wasn't a fan of and they build up the nephew to be like this kind of like stone cold tracker killer but he becomes nobody eventually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he like he had like a, a like a quaint like fire camp dinner with him at one point in the movie you're like yeah uh, okay that, that part of the movie is kind of strange but um it is still for me middle of the road but a little bit more enjoyment than most middle of the road movies i would say so i'm gonna give it a three what did you give it steve Oh, I didn't rate it. Oh, you didn't? If I was but ha- to be honest, I probably wouldn't watch it again. I think it was just in that <laughs> moment for me. It lived up. Like, yeah, you, you, you enjoyed... <laughs> you didn't waste your time today. Yeah. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Like I said, it was still... There was elements I did like. It's just overall, I don't think it's like a good movie. Like, I don't know. I can't openly recommend it like, or and or, you know. And the fact that I was laughing at certain parts that were supposed to be serious, especially the laptop scene... <laughs> oh yeah i would i would have to admit even though i did like the movie overall that scene was brutal this was hilarious like there, there's no way this is how they would actually go about it he fucking grabs don't a lot do you think they would actually i'm not trying to spoil anything but do Spoilers. you think they would actually have police officers go and grab this thing i feel like they would have a robot no, it was so yeah. It was I mean, and to so still poorly. throw it into the actual I mean, airport i think in a situation like that where it's gonna like explode in a matter of minutes they don't really have time to do that so, so i just found it funny that the dude felt but why like wh- i think okay, they would have in like, real life what which cop or which person would say you know what, i'm gonna be the one to grab it and run I it mean, down the hall some people like that yeah he's yeah. Just being brave there's some people i guess i'm not brave i don't understand the meaning of that word but because <laughs> i wouldn't do it i think in any situation like that though they certainly wouldn't run with it through a crowd of people you would think they would grab it first and maybe <laughs> Like, have like, like a device I'm where they put like, it in the i don't fu- know i thought when he first grabbed it i thought he was like bringing it somewhere like they had it like a disposal site ready and then he started running through the crowd i'm like what the fuck is he doing yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad it was hilarious i think honestly if you want to watch this movie watch it for the action sequences and then that final scene is priceless yeah uh yeah i would say two and a half i would agree i feel like it's right there okay cool All it's right. a it's a Eh. what do you guys want to watch next week i don't know what's going on so is next week the 20th jesus christ it's flying by right dude it's almost the yeah. end of october yeah it's crazy what's going on with time time does, doesn't exist but uh so next week we got woodstruck we got the snowman we got some kind of different as me mm. geostorm tyler paris boo two i haven't watched the first one so Medea halloween 
We got only the brave. Uh, and we also got a killing of a sacred deer. Oh, that man. That looks really fucking good. Ah, uh, shit. I don't know what to pick. I'm voting for killing of a sacred deer. Yeah, I think... Woodstruck would also probably be a good uh, choice, but I don't know. What do you think Shomo would say? He he said earlier that he wanted to watch Geostorm. Okay. Well, that looks like some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it looks pretty bad, and Jorah Butler is now known for just That's making shit. the one shit. where they uh, control the weather yeah. with, with a satellite? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> I'm definitely going to see Killing of a Sacred Deer. Have you guys so- ever heard of Harp? Yeah, what? of course. I'm a big believer in Harp. Yeah, I've read a lot about it. No, I don't know what that is. It's basically a weather station in, is it Alaska? I believe it's Alaska. Yeah, where they, um, I think it's disguised as something, like to track and monitor um, hurricanes and yeah. eruptions of uh, volcanoes. volcanoes and earthquakes and stuff. But people are, uh, there's a huge controversy over it that they can actually control tornadoes. Yeah, and the, and weather. The, yeah, they can basically control the weather. Yeah. And they they like predestined like select what what you know natural disaster we're gonna have to yeah. level out population and political gain as well. So yeah. mm. so there is a controversy on that. It's interesting, but it's a real place though. I need to check this mm-hmm. out. But, uh, I don't know, man. This is hard. I guess Killing of a Sacred Deer is something I really want to watch. Yeah, I also want to watch the we're Snowman. We're probably gonna be able to see it. Um, possibly one of the indie theaters around here yeah we're gonna have to go to like an actual small theater probably quad that. cinema yeah yeah but or, uh, i kind of want to watch the snowman it seems like that's you? that's something up my alley i like i like mystery i like crime I like, thrillers you know like the that. snowman actually reminds you of like movies from like the late the 90s, 90s right early like, 2000s like the like, bone collector the it bone collector silly. yeah it looks so silly or that's like the thing though call I look, or whatever what happened i'll watch one, anything one with fassbender in it yeah i can do anything with bad I mean, it doesn't look like the best movie, but I'm just a sucker for stuff like that. I like, Same here. I like I'm probably going to go dramas. see it anyways. Yeah, I kind of want to see that too. I guess we should go kill- see it. Yeah, we'll go see it. I'm down. All right, but uh, a, I guess pass. let's uh, let's do next week's review as uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Let's put that I, shit up. There. Yeah, I think because the guy who did <coughs> the Lobster made that movie. Have I haven't seen, seen a Lobster. You should probably watch it before you watch mm-hmm. this. What is it? A sequel? No, just to get a sense of style <laughs> and yeah. where uh, you know you can have some of the reference as well. No. But uh, I guess, yeah, Killing of Sacred Deer next week. So what do we do here, guys? Do you guys want to jump into topic or play the game? We can do... The- what did we do in uh, the Word on Film? Did we have... We never had a game. We never had a game, right? No. No. And we just did... We, I think we just discussed topics. Yeah, we did topics yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. You guys want to do a topic? Yeah, so best and worst uh, Jackie Chan films? Yeah, or just discussing... Okay. His history, his career. His filmography. All right, well, I got a question for you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, what was your initial, um, Jackie Chan? Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Nice. I one. remember it's because is that your first memory of Jackie Chan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then because growing up, growing up, I would watch a lot of like kung fu movies. I guess you can. Say, I don't know if the kung fu movies that's the proper term, whatever. But it's like kung like, fu. Yeah. And I, and you know I would watch like all these just like you know really bad dubbed you know movies and Rumble of the Bronx was like one of those that wasn't like that and it was kind of relatable like oh man it's in New York like I, I live there and it's I don't know it was one of those movies I watched nonstop and then I elevated my Jackie Chan game and started watching all his other stuff as I got older 
because god what channel was that back in the day there was a channel that they would play like just action movies all the time i think spike, spike. yeah yeah and they had like a fucking jackie chan like marathon so they were just playing yeah. all his older movies and it was amazing true so i watched yeah i watched legend of the drunken master i watched the original one too the one before that drunken master yeah just drunken yeah. master that's that. actually the first one i ever seen because my my uh my father had um it on tape yeah so it all we'd always put it in and watch it no, but when I really, really was like, man, Jackie Chan's the man was Rush Hour 1. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that changed it for me. I was just like, oh my God, he's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. No, one that's one a- of my first was uh, Mr. Nice Guy. And oh, was, yeah. That was a good one. And I, I I still remember like almost every scene in this one. It's called Who Am I? I was, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Who that one's I? really yeah. good. That's the one where he um, he's like a special op agent and he crash lands into like the rainforest. Yeah gets and, amnesia yeah it gets amnesia that one's really good there's a really yeah. good so, uh, rooftop sequence the rooftop of that with the white dude yeah it's like really flexible <laughs> That's i love a really that good one rumbling bronx is good of course so. I'm, I'm glad that i you know i'm trying not to bring up police story but police, police story is great great if not for the story, but more for the action sequences and again the choreography, that's mm. what it's known for. Like these really spectacular yeah. scenes because they really w- went all out. Yeah. And I was telling you guys a story last night about like I was listening to an interview with him and he was explaining how he broke his wrists and his ribs when he did that final scene in Police Story when he was jumping off the balcony. And he said he was like he's like I thought I was gonna die. He's like because. Like, I didn't have any, like, I didn't have any kind of, like, safety net. Like, I just did it. And I jumped because the camera was rolling. And once the camera started rolling, you know, I didn't want to waste that film. It's expensive. So, (laughs) he just jumped off. And he's, like, he said he went to go shoot another film that same day. And he couldn't open up his hands or anything because he was, like, gripping onto the pole when he was sliding down. I was, like, fucking hey, man. Brutal. Yeah, it's, yeah. Movie's phenomenal. Harvey, got some good ones? Um, some fond memories what's one of your, your first yeah what's your favorite one when did he first poke you <laughs> as a uh, child my, my uncle used to have like a bunch of old kung fu <laughs> movies for some reason like i think the old ones and um yeah i think uh like uh fist of fucking anger was one of them fist of anger um sounds like good porno yeah there's a sna- <laughs> you, you put that in as a child like you thought you're gonna get something good yeah, Jackie Chan came on screen. Pretty much got him. Uh, sn- snake fist anger or snake fist fighter is another one. Um, yeah, I think those are probably the earliest ones. And then like late eighties and early nineties are some of my favorite. Like Super Cop, I love Super Cop. Uh, Who am I? Roman the Bronx, all that shit, all the standard shit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same for me. Rush Hour Two is probably I would have to say is probably my favorite. Really? I think that's when Jackie Chan was in his peak. That's his prime. Yeah. But I feel like once he hit that prime, we started to get like Rush Hour. Well, three. <laughs> well, yeah, we just started getting an overload of Jackie Chan, but not in a good way because he was just started just doing anything and everything it was like during this weird period because that's when you, like you said the tuxedo was around that's yeah. when we medallion got the com- that's when we got the commercialization of Jack- yeah, yeah. He started to do a lot of american cinema blockbusters yeah and that's all, when that's when we all garbage they're all garbage but there's uh, if, okay, right, shanghai so, noon or shanghai nights or whatever the fuck that shit's called i'm a sucker oh. for those i'm a sucker for okay that. i would say i really love buddy Shang- cop shit. shanghai noon i like shanghai noon then I watched Shanghai Nights right after that because they had on HBO Go. Yeah, Shanghai and Nights is not as good. Nights is horrible. 
Noon but was, noon, I actually really I thought that was a good pair of uh, Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Yeah, because that's when like the, that's when you couldn't touch those guys. They were like, oh, I just came, I just thought of something. We should do a buddy cop, um, topic one day. Yeah, we never talked about best buddy cop. Topics. I love that stuff too. Me too, dude. Uh, what's the one with Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy? Oh, Spy. Spy. I Spy. I love that movie. <laughs> leafy Butterfly. The Leafy Butterfly. <laughs> uh, dude, that's some good seasoning. My grandma was the first one who knocked me out. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this. you never seen I Spy? That's no. Dude, really it's so funny. No. Uh, no, yeah. The, once once Jackie Chan got all commercial and started doing a whole bunch of like American blockbusters, then then we kind of got to overload. Yeah, and then like, he left for a while, though. Yeah, he I did. because he got used up. And then yeah. he and then he started doing he started just producing his own stuff, making his own thing anyway in like overseas. One that I can recall in recent memory that I actually saw, I think it went to the theaters to see it was um the Karate Kid. And that was really bad. I've never seen that. That like looked it? that looked bad. I didn't like it. I I don't know. I was a huge fan of the original. Um I felt like it was miscasted. Um You didn't like you didn't like Jaden Smith? I was actually I, I actually don't like him at all. I don't think You he, liked it? Yeah, I did. I, 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 I think that was a pretty fan. surprising movie. I thought it was gonna that, be bad. It was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. He uh, he was a little bit of a more mature role in that as well too, which is kind of surprising. But I remember not liking it though. But I'll give it another shot. You know what movie I didn't like that he was in that it's like right at the end is when Jet Li and him were really big. They put him in a movie together. It was like a dream team for me. I was like, oh man. Wait, wait what movie is this? Forbidden Kingdom. Oh yeah, I, I was that. super pumped the, because I, I rented like, that movie finally. from Blockbuster. And it then was, it was just horrible. Yeah, it was, it was, there was a kid in the movie as well. Yeah, it was like some like <laughs> some white kid, <laughs> some white savior bullshit. Some white kid yeah. came to came to their land to save them. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh man, this well, is pretty what's rough. What's Jet Li been up to? I haven't seen anything recently. I think Jet Li gave up. Did he quit? I think he re- he's I, retired. I, need to know I, don't this. He, I don't think he quit. That's the thing about Jet Li compared to Jackie Chan. I feel like Jet Li went down like he, he where Jackie Chan did a lot of comedic like action movies Jet Li did a lot of the serious ones like Kiss of the Dragon and Jet shit. Li is the better fighter for sure yeah I, I think mean, so I don't know about that you don't think Jet Li <clears throat> is a better fighter no you almost brought you almost brought Jet, this, the, you almost brought the Chan, argument Jackie Chan runs and fights and slaps he always, <laughs> he always, he always wins though Jet Li's just brutal. He like curb stomps people and shit. Yeah. yeah like Kiss of the Dragon was pretty rough, man. Yeah, that shit was brutal. He's but like throwing the pool ball Jackie, into people's face. Jackie Chan's like an improvisation fighter. Yeah. Like, like he anything uses he chairs sees. and shit. He did this in The Foreigner, man. He yeah. grabbed the scarf and he's like, yeah. and then choked some dude out with the scarf. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. He's like, he went to like the UCB fucking school for, for fighting. <laughs> Fucking hey man. No, that was a pretty bad movie, Forbidden Kingdom. And it was like a dream team for me. I'm like, oh man, Jet Li and Jackie Chan. This is great. I fucking watched it. I was like, oh no, this is really bad. <laughs> Why did you ruin this? I needed this movie. Yeah. No. But yeah, I feel like any time we talk about Jackie Chan, it's always a good time for me. Because I at least watch one of his movies <laughs> at least once a week. Super Cop. You guys I'm going to probably uh, dive into some old Jackie Chan movies this week. Yeah, you should. Some of these names are bringing up some fond memories of me, for me, of (laughs) me watching them. (laughs) (laughs) But Rumble Bronx is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, Rumble Bronx is the first one I remember. Mm -hmm. Was Rumble the Bronx the one with that brutal brutal scene where they threw that dude in the wood chipper? I don't remember. Or was that Mr. Mr. Nice Guy? Because I always get those confused because they, they look very similar. 
Rumble the Bronx, I think, is, is they the even one. like wear like the I same clothes. I don't think there's any dudes thrown in wood chippers. No, there is. Not in the Rumble in the Bronx. Not in Rumble Bronx? No. Then maybe it's Mr. Nice Guy. Could be. Oh, shit. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it is Mr. Nice Guy. Because I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, that was a brutal fucking scene. I think I'm going to try to look for uh, Who Am I on Amazon and watch it. No, now I'm getting. Or maybe I'll excited. just do a montage of Jackie Chan fights on YouTube. Yeah, just go That's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, go on YouTube. Just like kind of just watch all his fight scenes. Yeah, but um, all right. I don't have anything else to mention. No, not really. I just I just like talking about. What about uh the last few years? So you saw Skip Trace. I saw it too. That was pretty bad. That's probably one of the worst buddy kung fu movies I've seen. Yeah. That's a horrible mix of um Johnny Knoxville and Jackie Chan. Have you seen it, Steve? What is this? Skip Trace? Never never heard of this. It came out in 2016. It was pretty big in Asia, but what's not? Yeah. Um, Skip Trace. Yeah. 2016 Jackie Chan, you never Johnny heard of this? Knoxville. It made some waves because Jackie Chan came back into like the buddy, buddy comedy kung fu franchise after a few years. This is wild, man. I didn't know this movie existed. Check it out. It's You might have some it's fun Brad- with it. It's bad. I didn't like it, but you might have some fun with it. It's like Shanghai like, Knights territory. So this is this is the problem. I don't like Johnny Knoxville as an actor. Me either. I don't think he's a good actor, and I don't know if I can sit there and, and watch he, a movie he, with he him. He makes fun of it. He knows he's not a good actor. Oh, no. I don't know if I can do this. Oh, yeah, man. No. Yeah, I can't do that. Right, just, just do <laughs> Kung Fu Yoga then. I'll do Kung Fu Yoga, and I'll get I've back seen, to you guys. Uh, huh? Railroad Tigers? No, never heard of that. Oh. Uh. Is that a Jack Chan movie? Yeah, he's, his son's in it as well. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to see it. I think it's about like uh, Chinese like railroad railroad workers like in the forties or something. Hmm. Oh my god, this is horrible! I can't do this. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, I think that's all. Yeah, that's all we got. We want to roll the dice and see who has to watch a movie next week. Yeah, I'm down. Oh should, man, should just we, wait. You know what? We should just make Shoma lose again. Roll. Yeah. For Shoma? Yeah, so you can watch like, three you, movies. You go first. So this is the game where we roll a 12-sided die. Roll of the highest number has to assign a movie to the roll of the lowest number. Yeah. What do you have, Steve? I Steve got a 10. Rolled. Oh, not bad. Strong. Oh, shit. That means I have so to pick a movie. I'm always nervous when Harvey rolls because Harvey usually loses. It's usually Harvey or Shomo. I got a 12. You got a 12? Yeah. Jeez, huh? So I'm pretty sure I lost. I got a nat 12. Unless I get an 11. <laughs> I'm screwed. Yeah, like... This is bullshit. That would be pretty funny if... If I get an 11, dude. An 8. An 8. I lost. I haven't lost in such a long time. Dude, I got nervous. It's like, funny. Usually <laughs> when I lose, Harvey, it's because of you. Like, uh, you're assigning me a movie. Yeah, that's true. Last three times was you. weird. So are we going to need a break or... No. Okay, you already got a let's, list, right? Yeah. Let's, uh... Let's do... Trying to remember what you've watched and what you haven't watched. You don't know my life. I know more than you think. She told me. She told me everything. Tell tell him. Okay. I got a movie. What is it? Is it good is it a punishment or treat? Um, I guess that depends on how you look at it. Okay. So what are you watching over there, Steve? I'm watching the trailer for Skip Trace. Oh. Wait, no. I'm not going to do that one. What was it? I don't want to tell you because that would compromise my list. I've seen this list. 
Is Johnny Knoxville his real name or the, is it the, just something you just made No, up? that's not his real name. Did Shoma call you back? No, he never did. Oh. He knew better. Okay, I got the movie. What is it? I am going to give you white material. Never heard of it. Oh, really? Never. Oh. Give me a quick uh, synopsis. Synopsis. Or should I just go in blind? I think you should just go in blind. Okay. It is uh, French, so you might appreciate that. What's it called? White. White, white material, like white the color? Yeah, white material. Oh, okay. I don't know what else thing of <laughs> what else is white. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I don't know. What else do you guys want to talk about? I feel like this was a short episode. It was a super short episode. I just realized why our episodes are long. Yes, because of Shomo. Yes, Shomo talks. Yeah. I feel like he and has you know, to get it all it's out. It's funny because in the word on film, I went back to some of the episodes. Are, we always average 40 minutes an episode. Oh, really? Yeah, 40, Damn. 45 minutes. Damn. Now we're like we, close to two, two hours. Two hours, yeah. Damn, 45 minutes? We're, we're a bit pretentious so on the show. A, <laughs> yeah. Damn. So that's, a, so that's an hour and 20 minutes of Shomo talking. Yeah. I just realized it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If, if, I, if I had no life, I would go into all some of the episodes and just like edit out all of us and let's, let's play Shomo's voice conversation and see what the how much time it, the duration is dude of just, him just speaking just do that for one episode it's like cut out every time he talks and just mash it together yeah mm-hmm. i want to hear like, that would be hilarious dude. to listen to <laughs> it'll be great but um yeah that's pretty much it for me yeah what do you guys anything come up this week tomorrow's your birthday officially yeah yeah are you doing are you just going to work yeah i'm just going to work mm-hmm. i have to work in the morning but i haven't you know enjoy the night Enjoy what happens to the? Do you guys still get presents? Presents? <laughs> no. no, no, not really. I mean, I haven't gotten a present like. I feel like that's so normal. Years. Like yeah. it's like after after you reach a but certain like, age, I, I've caring. spoken to people of our age that still gets wrapped presents. Oh, my mom got me yeah. something. And it was like, what the fuck, man? My mom got you shit like, in years. I like the idea of opening presents. Yeah, that the idea is. Cool. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's just, a good feeling to open a present. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I don't get. Yeah, I don't get it like that anymore. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> but uh well guys thanks for listening like uh as i mentioned earlier if you guys are listening on itunes please leave us a review it would help us out a lot you can send us an email to uh do the right film podcast at gmail we also got the website do the right film.com and um whatever you are listening to us on please uh hit the like button or subscribe whatever i don't know what app you're using the app you guys use how do you do you subscribe or yeah i subscribe yeah, just subscribe okay. And okay. then just I get I get all the, the same podcasts. as iTunes then right because yeah. I just use iTunes app. Yeah, I don't like the iTunes app. It's too mm-hmm. yeah clutter. Okay, too much clutter. But uh, on the website we do have a messaging page, so you can send us a message or a comment there. Yeah, say if, if you, you like have the any show, suggestions if you don't like the for show. movies you want us to review. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, I like it'd be kind of cool if somebody says uh, if you guys can review this. Yeah, I, I would like that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if anyone that. has any suggestions, throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, I believe person. next week Shomo will be back. He does owe us a review. Yep. Uh, I guess we're gonna text him that he, we're we're gonna watch King of Sacred Deer. I don't know how he felt about that. I know he did like the lobster though. So he's gonna be open to this. Yeah. He's gonna be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty much it, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Check us out on social media too. Do the right film. Yeah, er, on every platform. We're pretty much on everything except MySpace. We're working on that. Tom hasn't gone back to it's us. It's very exclusive. <laughs> yeah. It's a very exclusive service. I think MySpace is all music now. I feel yeah. like they just like they like soon like seriously guys, you want to be on here? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> like yeah. But uh, that'll do for me. That'll do See for you me in as the next well. one. See you in the next one. It was a perverted thing to say. 
Come 